Jason and the Argonauts, 1963. Well, Zeus, king of the gods, of the Greeks, right in the ashes, so that Hi, I may I'm read Ava. the future. I'm and I'm I see a great tree at the end of the world. The in his branches, that you always there hang the skull, where we analyze the, the Jackson, of a ram. Heroes of Olympus they gleam and shine, through a new for it is a prize of the gods, a golden fleece. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Take my take my theater degree away. That was a terrible reading. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the script isn't giving you the most. Yeah, really. Was a, that was the coldest read. Yeah. Can y'all hear me chewing? No. Nah. Oh, thank God. These chips are really crispy. Thing. I was so afraid. <laughs> what chips are you eating? I'm just curious now. They're Cape Cod sea salt, but like those are so good. The lattice ones. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would fuck those up. They're really good. (laughs) Know what my mom accidentally bought for for Christmas was these like jalapeno kettle chips, and they're some which sounds awful, right? Yeah, some of the best chips I've ever had. Wow. Wait, jalapeno what? Like kettle chips. Oh. That's crazy. They like just the right amount of spice. Wow. They're very good. They taste very fresh. Yeah. Very different from like a Taki, like that kind of spicy chip. That's kind of cool. I mm, I would like these, but like I like pickle chips. Like like when it's pickle flavored. I wasn't sure if you meant like pickle chips as in the cut of pickle. I like those as well. Flavored chips. (laughs) No, I do love a dill picker. Pit. Mm. Welcome dill, dill to picker. return. <laughs> to I am not a pickle supporter. <gasps> I'm a pickle girl. Wait, any pickles? Deal. No. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. This week we are reviewing chips. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But also the Jason and the Argonauts 1963 film directed by Don Chafee, written by Apollonius Rodios, which feels like a, like, joke name, (laughs) which it has to be. And then screenplay by Beverly Cross and Jan Reed. Oh, Beverly. Oh. Oh, that's the guy who wrote the Argonautica. Oh, okay. Well, I was like, it sounds Greek. That's the thing. Yeah. I say, just so our listeners know, we come into these episodes with very little preparation. That's what makes it fun. (laughs) What we have done is we've watched the movie, so we are. That was a lot. We are perhaps one step ahead of you all, but honestly, unlikely. Because if you watch the movie, we're coming at it from the exact same place. We are just (laughs) talking about a movie. Mm -hmm. If if you would like to watch the movie, uh, you can pause here and check out the movie on crackle tv which is um the the bottom of the barrel of streaming services and there's a reason why because there's ads every 10 to 15 minutes which made this movie so significantly longer uh you can also google it and find it without ads um but we don't condone piracy Normally, yeah, but this movie was made in 1963. Piracy is not a victimless crime. 
But this movie was made mm-hmm. in 1963. I don't think anyone who worked on it is still alive and therefore mm-hmm. pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> what should we should we do a a summary? I feel like we should. I did it last week, I think. And I did it the week before. I was yeah. I was thinking instead of doing the recap though, we'll do our initial impressions and then I'll like we'll read out the the Wikipedia summary in 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 points and just like talk about it chronologically. Okay. okay. So what are our initial impressions? Um, oh, we should Beverly. go back to that style of SFX. <laughs> I kind of loved it. We should return to that style of special effects because it was so funny. It literally had me cackling the entire time. I think it was camp. I do. It was was camp. When I literally everything should be in stop motion like that now. Especially like a giant hydra or like some harpies. Mm -hmm. The harpies got me. I so funny. Laughed myself. like to the god like oh my god it was actually the funniest fucking thing in the world to me to just slowly kind of shakily moving clay things in the sky like Like, (laughs) they also looked like exactly like jennifer lawrence as mystique in the x-men movies i haven't seen those oh no but i trust you you are doing the the, marvel rewatch so like after after you finish all the marvel movies I recommend, I'll give you a list of the X-Men movies that are worth watching. Okay. Because it's well, not I'll be on campus. campus. We can watch one of the X-Men movies. Which X-Men movie have you seen? Girl, I don't remember the name. Let me look <laughs> what happens? Hold on. I want to find the name. Is it new or old? It was new. It had, Gen- it had Jennifer Lawrence in it. Is it First Class? First Class plays on TV all the time. I love First Class. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. I love X-Men First Class. <laughs> Wait, let me look that one. I think it was... Yeah, it was that one. It was definitely that one. I'm a big fan of X-Men First Class. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. I kind of... I have to say, I the special effects were like kind of impressive for... The time. Oh, absolutely. I have to keep reminding myself that it was made in the 60s because that was like early 60s, which is pretty crazy. Because I feel like like looking back on like I, I recently rewatched the Barbie movies. Slay. I don't know why. <laughs> Wait, no, I need to know why. You can't just drop <laughs> that. Just you can't just drop that. And be my like, sister and I just got really, really bored, and it was like two o'clock no, in the morning. Why like, not? Right? Like, I think it's fun. But like, have you ever have, have it, either of you rewatched them since like childhood? Um, yes, because there what there was a point where a joint friend of ours uh made made us watch it freshman year of college. <laughs> oh yeah we uh, watched barbies and the 12 dancing princesses, princesses. When? in the lounge of our dorm the basement do you remember that were you there i must yeah. have not been there Neve was definitely there um we made french toast we made french toast 
Yeah. Oh, <gasps> no. made French toast in the the basement lounge of our our freshman dorm building. Girl, I was not there. That's crazy. I have zero recollection. Maybe you were at acapella. <gasps> maybe, maybe. Was it a weekday? I, probably. Yes, I think it was. I think it was a weekday toward the end of the semester. Then yeah, it was probably an acapella. Maybe. <sighs> well, we we did watch Barbie in the. The 12th. animation on that is, I would say, shittier than like the anime, like the special effects in this movie. I agree. So, it's different Barbie type of animation, of but it looks worse. animation. And like, I never even realized because I was like a child, but I was really watching it and I was like, bad. this is icky. Icky. I guess it is bad. I don't know. My, okay. My thing is like, this is going to make me sound like a pretentious fucker, but reminder that I know nothing about film. So don't take my word for any worth <laughs> at all. Um, in the technical world, my favorite movie is also from the sixties. Um, and it's called the great race. It's really good. It's about, um, like cars, which is crazy that I like it so much about cars. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like about like a race from New York to Paris. Um, and it's hilarious. It is Tony Curtis, Natalie Wood, all you could ever want. Anyway. Um, it's also very, very long, but I love it. Um, but anyway, they managed to do really funny and cool effects that, I guess don't factor in like giant monster stop motion type things. And like, so I'm used to like more realistic looking effects from that decade, but I do understand that like when you want to do like a Hydra, that's as big as like a fucking skyscraper, like you are going to have to pull out some different stops. But initially when I was watching it, I was like, Oh, this is from the same decade as this one. Oh, what was their budget? Like, I had some thoughts. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, it's interesting because it reminds me a lot of, um, like, Rudolph and, like, that era of Christmas movie, like, that stop-motion yeah. Christmas movie, like, meeting live action. And, like, I, I like, have... I am a film person and I'm a media comm major and I've worked a lot in, with film and stop motion is so hard and just takes so long. Like it is the most tedious process that I was like, this is so impressive that someone sat in a room for like days and made that little skeleton move. Yeah. Yeah. And and then put it on top of other film. The skeletons were pretty cool. The skeletons are definitely the coolest part. I liked them. I like that they they start off slow and then they go like, Rah! yeah. I also thought the acting was peak sixties. It was so yes, but like sixties camp, like not. I don't know. It was ve- it was giving very much like I would have loved to have been in the room with the director because I there are so many different like at least in my perception of 60s film like there's so many different breeds of 60s directors where it's very much either like okay like pretty much do your own thing and like I'll I'll give you some notes occasionally or like bigger 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 for the camera like you know like like you can kind of tell like what kind of director there is based on like the product of movies from that time in my opinion and i just know 
that that director was very much like, let's amp up the face and the tone, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. It's very, it's like, it's funny to watch them in Greece, but they have like the mid-Atlantic accents and it's, yeah. it's very camp. I, I, I enjoyed that aspect of it a lot. I didn't enjoy how long it was. Dancing I would have, I would have actually, I think, loved this film if it was about fifty minutes long. Yeah, Daily Motion though well, it was only a is, little bit too long. Yeah, that's. True. I think the commercials made it extra long for me. They felt the crap. No, it's yeah, I was- totally watched it with the commercials too. Yeah, <laughs> I totally, I totally watched it legally, and I totally didn't use the one point two five speed um, option. <laughs> I I just I watched it on my TV because I wanted to watch it on my TV and I don't have like an HDMI input on my computer. So I was like, oh, I guess it's on Crackle. So mm-hmm. watch it I there. Straight up don't know what this service is. Yeah, I don't think I have Crackle. They just have, it's free. What is it? It's free. It just has a lot of ads. I, I, I have no more answers for you. <laughs> Talk to Team Crackle. It's orange. I've heard of it. Would you look at that? <laughs> Would you look at that? Would you look at that? Crackle. It's like the um the the um it's not a crunch bar. You know? <laughs> um <laughs> no, the uh the the Hers- the small Hershey bar. It's called Crackle. It's red. Oh, oh yeah, but that's with yeah. a K. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> it did, it um, took me a minute to get there. Right. I did. Yeah. Fair. It was a pretty specific reference because those all like also only come in like the Hershey's mini variety packs too. <laughs> like they're not a real candy bar. Mm. Yeah, that was the next lane down which I was going to go. I was going to be like Mr. Good Bar and. I don't know life. why why I would have like Mr. Good bar like that's that makes that connects quicker for me than crackle. Well, cuz they were always in the same like jar, like that I always got my candy out of. I'd always like fifth past all the Mr. Good bars for his wife, Crackle and dig out all of them for his wife. Mr. Good bar and his wife Crackle. Yes. <laughs> that's how I see it. Is it like a that is like astrology GF finance BF energy? <laughs> That's so true. He is a finance BF. All right. So what happens in this movie? We'll go paragraph by paragraph on the Wikipedia. Slay. So Helius usurps the throne of Thessaly, killing King Aristo, but knows that a prophecy states that one of Aristo's children will avenge him. The god Hermes, disguised as Peleus' sooth, you know, prophesied guy, watches as the infant Jason, Aristo's son, is spirited away by one of Aristo's soldiers. Peleus slays one... <laughs> Peleus slays... <laughs> one, <laughs> one of Aristo's daughters after she seeks sanctuary in the temple of the goddess Hera because <coughs> the murderer has profaned her temple. Hera becomes Jason's protector. She warns Peleus to beware a one-sandaled man. 
Yep. Yeah. I like Hera. Hera was a girl boss. She, she was. was a girl boss. I didn't like Zeus, but that... Girl, do we ever. Yeah. He was like, fine, you can help him. But only <laughs> five times. I know. Unnecessary. Like, what a... It was... I remember watching that being like, why the fuck... Like, what made you pick five? Like, not, to, not to mention that Jason wastes that five. Well, they say... they. Yeah, yeah. She, he was like, how many times did she pr- pray to you? And she was like, uh, I don't know, five? And he was like, <laughs> okay, five times you can help him. Yeah. I really like this voice you're giving Zeus. <laughs> okay, <laughs> five times. <laughs> okay, five times, I guess. <laughs> like a valley girl. <laughs> that makes me, that literally like is, takes away okay. so much of his scariness. Yeah. Zeus is a valley girl. Head cannon. Zeus is just a bitchy popular girl in a 2016 movie. So true. Big Regina George energy. Mm-hmm. True. 20 years later, Jason saves Peleus from drowning in a river, an accident orchestrated by Hera, but loses his sandal in the process. So Peleus recognizes his enemy, learning that Jason intends to seek the legendary golden fleece. He encourages Jason to attempt it, hoping Jason will be killed. It, this felt like such an unnecessary, like, uh, like the entire plot of this film is so stupid. The sandal bit was such a reach. Like, come <laughs> yeah, on. It really was. It was like, so specific and for what? And I also bet that, like, in his life, Peleus, like, up until this accident, Peleus has seen at least one guy with only one sandal. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Who was the writer? What was her name? Bethany? Bethany said a chiropractor from pulling her back out from reaching too far. <laughs> I mean, this, this I we can credit Apollonius Rhodes with, 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 with this one. That's, that is from the original myth. Yeah. There's a little list on Wikipedia that says what's in the original and what's not. <laughs> hmm. <That ain't> Apollonius. <laughs> I was like, okay. It was mostly the like, I don't, they were like, but you can't kill him because it will destroy you. It's such a vague, like, like covering a plot hole. I know. Because mm-hmm. his son, whose name was stupid, <laughs> it was like, why don't you just kill him? And he was like, because it will destroy me. It's giving Voldemort. <laughs> it is giving Voldemort. It's like, why but this Voldemort's con- plot hole was filled. Yeah. 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 We understood why he couldn't actually. <laughs> it's like su- such a convoluted plot. To JK, whatever, but. <laughs> no, Daniel Radcliffe wrote the books, produced the movies. <laughs> did, you, did you watch The Reunion? No, I, I haven't seen it. But my close friend who is very into Harry Potter sent a picture of her crying. So I'm assuming it was great. I almost cried. I, I got teary a little bit. It was very emotional because they also they, there was also a little tribute in it to like the the actors who had passed away who had worked on it too. Because like the original film came out twenty years ago, people are dead. Yeah. 
I mean, Richard Harris died after the first two movies, but it was also very interesting. One of the Dumbledores, right? Dumbledore number one. Number one. Sorry, it's not fun. Ava, he is dead. I know. (laughs) I laugh and I'm uncomfortable. Hermes takes Jason to Mount Olympus to speak with Zeus and Hera. Hera tells him Zeus has decreed that she can help him only five times. This is the same number of times that Jason's murdered sister, Briseis, called on Hera for protection. She directs him to search for the fleece in the land of Colchis. Zeus offers aid, but Jason declines. Period. Say no to Zeus. Say no to Zeus. But also one of his stupidest decisions as well. Oh, absolutely. Like, definitely, unequivocally. But, like, also say no to Zeus. Stop him from doing what he wants to do in any way. That's true. I love that Hera won. Yes. Yeah. Period. Yes, queen. Slay. (laughs) All right, Jenna. (laughs) All right, so... Jason declines the help, and he... The, they don't call it the Olympics, but he basically holds the Olympics to see <laughs> who gets to who gets to join him on the boat. And everyone's like, I really want to be on the boat. Um, yeah. And we have a little little montage of not super attractive shirtless guys hitting each other. Can we talk about that for a minute? Why is everyone in this movie kind of ugly? Oh my god. (laughs) Except for... Medea? Yes. Thank you. I knew you were going to be able to fill in the blank. Medea, the women were... were, The women were lovely. Yeah. Some of the most brick-faced men. (laughs) (laughs) Brick-faced. Listen. The non-SAG Afro call that day... Not her great. <laughs> I was good, me. <laughs> oh. I think there there was a reason that Todd Armstrong, who played Jason, was only in Jason in the Argonauts. There are more <laughs> movies. No. Yes, there are more movies in the world. Oh, 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 oh. And he no, was no, no. not in them. <laughs> Imagine if this was the first movie we had ever seen. <laughs> there are more movies? I've got some shit to tell you. Ava has only read books up until now. (laughs) Us having watched Raya and the Last Dragon literally last semester. Like (laughs) I I like I like that you jumped to that. We you've watched so many other movies since then though. (laughs) I know. I have um Winter Soldier pulled up on my TV right now, actually. (laughs) That's so much to discuss. I love that. I love I love that movie. It's so good. Did it's, you finish it? No, I'm not done. Yeah. Because my um, best friend from home and I were, were watching all of them together over FaceTime. Or no, over like Disney Plus, like 
um, group watch or whatever because she has COVID at the moment. Um, but she'll be cleared on Saturday, so we'll be able to watch them together soon. Um, but we watched Thor Dark World last night, and then we were like, all right, let's do the next one. And then she fell asleep. <laughs> so we decided to finish um, Winter Soldier today, and I... There's not enough I can say about it. It's so good. Anyway. Well, do I have to watch the fucking MCU? Girl, if I'm I think I'm you're going to have to. This is slowly becoming an MCU podcast. If this I'm is slowly doing becoming it. an MCU friend group. Literally on New Year's Eve, Allison just turned to me slowly and was like, <laughs> It's funny because... I'll help you. I, I, I've been working on it. I hope the listeners know that I've been making my friends go see the Marvel movies with me like because it's a thing I would do with my family but while I'm not with my family I would go alone but also we have a couple of other our friends like them but then um Ava and Neve also uh tag along but now Ava's into them I'm really into oh them. my god I think I have to watch this all now and I'm like well, because here's the thing is, is my friend Julia shout out she <laughs> doesn't listen to this podcast but she's like my best friend from home um we were like what do we do uh like one day before she got COVID and like when we were home and we were like kind of want to see a movie and I was like do you want to see Encanto and she was like what is that and I was like new Disney movie she was like I kind of want to see No Way Home and I was like me too don't know anything about it though and she was like me neither and then I was like do you want to just do you want to I don't know go without context and have it be funny and then she was like yeah, but also, do you want to watch all of the movies that lead up to it? And I was like, absolutely, I do. <laughs> so here we are. Um, I have so many thoughts, but all I will say is Nick Fury, comfort character. Thank you. This makes so much sense for you. Miss Chiron oh, is my dad. I, I texted to the listeners. I texted Brayden when I was watching. I don't remember which one, but it was one of them. The and Avengers. I said... Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, um, the evolution of can Chiron be my dad? Can Nick Fury be my dad? <laughs> because I love him. He's just the most comforting presence ever. And when I thought that that thing happened to him in Winter Soldier, I nearly lost my damn mind. But then it's all good. Yeah. Anyway. I have to watch these movies now. That's just You're- something I got to schedule in. You're gonna like Captain Marvel so much. I'm excited for Captain it's, Marvel. It's it's a Brie Larson and Nick Fury movie, so I yeah. Well, period. I mean, I'm also having a great time with Winter Soldier because like Cap and that is my ideal pairing. Like, I just I love both of them so much. Oh, like just like on screen together. I thought you were shipping them. I was like, I have no opinions on that at the moment. Okay, I thought that's what you were saying. I was like, ew. No, 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 no. Um. I don't have opinions on that right now. Um, who knows in the future, but I know I just love them as characters and I'm like, Oh my God, they're in one movie. That's so fun. And so I love it. I think it's great. 
Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Anyway, they get on the boat. (laughs) And the boat does not have enough water, despite them being surrounded by water. And then, okay, wait, okay. We have to talk about the masthead. Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, we do. So for the listeners... You don't have to watch this movie to follow along to this episode. But what you do have to do is look up this masthead. I'll, I'll try to find a, a clip of it and put it on the Instagram or put a link of it in the show notes. Oh my goodness gracious. It is the creepiest thing I've ever fucking seen. Mm-hmm. Traumatizing, truly. It is a giant head of Hera. Yep. But it blinks. Yep. Why did they make it blink? Oh no! <laughs> and like slowly blink too. Yeah, it's even worse than you'd think. Like if you just like looked at a picture of it, you'd be like, "Oh," but like you don't know the full effect until. Yeah, it's really bad. And it's so often throughout the. It's for like a good hour of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, when it got dest- it got destroyed when it got destroyed on the Isle of Bronze, I was like, ah, thank God. And then they built they made it again. I know. Literally. I was like, I don't know why you guys care about this so much. Like you have the real one giving you guidance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kill yourself. <laughs> Different reactions. <laughs> At the masthead, to be clear. Oh, oh, oh. It was like all of them are trying to get the fleas. <laughs> all right. Oh so they get to the island. Hera says, uh, you can take food and water, but literally don't touch anything else. And Hercules sa- says, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to touch something else. Mm-hmm. And he, he takes the world's most paper mache giant hairpin. <laughs> um, and there's the giant Talos. And I am reminded of uh, Bianca D'Angelo. Rest in peace. Same exact story. I don't under. There's this thing I do not understand. When someone says, "Do not touch," you will die. Why touch? Don't fucking touch. Like it's really not. It's really not that hard. Were any of you forced to watch Pan's Labyrinth in Spanish class? Of course, French. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Well, 
we were forced to watch <laughs> it's Guillermo de Tomo, right? That's who yep. did it. Um, Guillermo his, del Toro. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said del, del Toro. That's funny. No. <laughs> I like um, del Toro. Like the bull. Yeah. That movie was already scary as fuck anyways. But then, like, it's not even that appealing. Like, it's just a bunch of food. <laughs> Touch it, girl. And then she does. I, I remember why friends having watched movie. that. I feel like no one should be that stupid. Like, you think that, but then people do. They also say don't steal, and I own most of the dining hall. <laughs> Literally, we have to talk about our like our growing problem with kleptomania, specifically on our college campus. It's uh, the the that one blue color is very pretty, and I would like a, a dining set of it for legal reasons. This is a joke. <laughs> For legal reasons, this is a joke. You're listening on Muhlenberg College's signing staff. We're kidding. Sodexo, if you can hear this. we are kidding. Sodexo, we're hilarious. Don't you like our set? Thank you. Yep. We have never once taken a limited edition light blue dining hall piece from your facilities. I fully, no joke though, do often take a full loaf of gluten-free bread. Yeah, that's fine. You don't even hide it sometimes. You just walk out with it. No, I just grab it and go. Gluten-free <laughs> bread is expensive, and I frankly don't eat it fast enough to purchase a loaf of my own because it like gluten-free bread you have to keep in the fridge too. And like if it lasts too long, it will get like moldy. And mm, I just don't bread. I don't consume bread that that fast as a vegetarian there is about two sandwiches i can make it's a grilled cheese and a peanut butter and jelly and i there's only so many of that i can eat in a week <laughs> therefore steel bread eat period like aladdin <laughs> <laughs> aladdin jean valjean some of the greatest musical theater characters have stolen loaves of bread Mm-hmm. Ray Lotten Valjean. Thank you. <laughs> She'll be here all week. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately for us and the listeners. Thanks, guys. It's been great. Um, <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, also important thing that happens on the island. Um, Ahilas gets smushed. <laughs> yes. And Hercules says, I really like the twink. I'm gonna stay on the island. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect summary. I don't know if I just have the giggles or if, like that was really good. <laughs> it was definitely unexpected. It was so- I'm going to say it was good. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. That was the gayest shit I've ever seen. It was. It was also annoying. Like as It was also person, annoying. It was annoying. Like, if any straight guy was like, yeah, that's annoying, I'd be like, no, it wasn't. It was completely justified. But no, me, queer woman, it was annoying. Because get over get on the boat (laughs) to die don't make him use another hair wish you dumb whore obviously this all comes back to zeus it's zeus's problem however cause does not equal wait no 
Correlation does not equal causation here. Um, it's not an excuse. It's an explanation. I just had a lot of words. And yes, you did. You did. And you know what? You got through them all. And that's all that matters. Because <laughs> I promise I'm not this dumb. But it's just, I got frustrated. Yeah. It's it's really it was a good it lasted so long too the conversation about it I was like okay then leave him because yeah. they're they're yeah. Jason literally wastes one of his wishes being like can he come and she's like no exactly that's what I was trying to say like what a waste ding dong the twink is dead that's <laughs> <laughs> good thank you. So they, they get on their little buddy boat and they go and see they do. <laughs> they do they do they go see Phineas who uh is being tormented by the har- harpies um seemingly justifiably it's like cruel and unusual punishment definitely but also I'm pretty sure he did something bad I don't know what it is but I know yeah. he did something bad. He probably killed Ferb. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh my lord. <laughs> Shut up now. <laughs> a moment of silence for that one. Sorry. Oh I was thinking God. on that for a good minute. That was I could really tell sad. you. It's like when you can tell michelle visage is thinking of something like really good to say on drag race and yeah Ooh, interesting note in the wikipedia about differences from classical mythology mm-hmm. in uh the argonautica guess who the people who are who save phineas from the harpies on this mission our favorite stupid brothers, Cal and ZDs. Oh, party. 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 I just thought it was a fun little note. I was like, oh, there we go. Little French boys. And then Phineas sends them to the rocks. And the rocks are hard to get through. Work. <laughs> Work. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I was like, the rocks are hard to get through. Um, and they used all their wishes, but they got a little statue, and the statue is very helpful. It is because it becomes apparently not Poseidon, as I thought. But Triton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, I, I have to be honest, I fell asleep about like the middle of the Clashing Rocks point because I felt like that in this little episodic movie, that point lasted so long. It lasted, okay, no, I agree with you. It actually lasted forever. I was like, okay, the rocks, they go together. 
let's move on. Not interesting. I agree. But it gives us the little important, oh, and then they say Medea. The, um, oh, I hate this. The wonderfully and deadly attractive Medea. She literally did nothing at this point. She did nothing in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Truly a waste of Medea. I agree. Also, no room to criticize her. So, yeah. Shut up. (laughs) So they, they get, they get Medea and she's like, yeah, you're almost there. And then a guy with the A name, who's the son of Peleus is like, but now I will fight you. And they fight. And the, the guy who likes to swim dies. The guy who likes to swim? Yeah, I, what, I don't know his name. I don't either, but it was just very funny. Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. <laughs> Michael Phelps. Died so that Jason could get the golden fleas. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's a fact. Sounds like a dream I'd have. <laughs> it does. It definitely sounds like a dream that you would have. Yeah. yeah that's true. I can't even be like, ah, because it's true. <laughs> All right. So they get to Colchis and Aidy. Oh, and we have a dance number. Yeah. Oh, for what? My favorite part. Really my favorite part. part of it. My favorite. Oh. <laughs> no, because it was awful. Yeah. It was and funny. So wildly inappropriate that it was so funny. He was like, like, what do you do? And she was like, I'm a priestess. And he was like, oh, so you're like religious and shit. And she was like, in the temple of Hakate. <laughs> and so he was like, oh, so you're a dancer. Yeah. Like what? I, I think this had to have came out during like, I mean, it came out in the 60s. So there are a lot of morality codes in films. And I guess they could not make her a witch. Yeah. Mm. That and also like, what are, I don't know. It's so odd. Like watching social mores from like thousands of years ago play out and knowing that you're not getting something, but knowing that it like parallels things that you know like are very common today like when somebody says like exotic dancer you know what they mean or like priestess in the temple of you know like that's kind yeah. of the same thing yeah. but it's like where did that like what are the connotations with that particular goddess that make that so i don't know another reason why classics are important it's just cool yeah but it, it was so weird to see though you know, to see that conversation play out. I was like, huh, like I'm literally sitting right here and I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they and she was also painted gold. Yeah. Which was just another just weird point. And they have a little party and stupid boy comes back and he's like, ha ha, I told them that you're bad. This summary is getting progressively worse and worse. I love it. I think we're doing great. Thank you. Um, and they get thrown in the dungeon, and Medea's like, but I, but daddy, I love him. Um, <laughs> she's not his his daughter in this, though, I guess. Hmm. 
Yeah. But, but she goes and she lets him out. Can we talk about the little hats? <laughs> you didn't notice the little hats? On who? Why is this flying over my head? On the Culkins? Oh! The yes, hats. we can talk about the hats. Why were they wearing knit caps? If I knew. I actually have a lot of questions for the costume designer on this piece. Yeah, why were their skirts so short? Yeah, I have I have a good amount of... That is something I knew. That I'd like to address. What address them? <laughs> what you just said. There's oh. just there were so many confusing. I mean, the hats were kind of a moment, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but not in the way that I think the costume designer wanted them to be. True. I mean, definitely the Colca's uniforms were like the most impractical things I've ever seen. Oh like, yes, they're like straw shields, and they're like cloth armor, and they're knit caps. Because, <laughs> like, at least when the Argonauts got their little armor on, their armor was kind of cute. It was kind of serving. Yeah. Give it that, yeah. But most of the film, they were in diapers. Yeah. Literally, that's what it was serving. It was so weird. Serving diaper, serving <laughs> miniskirt. Actually serving diaper. We just saw so much leg. We saw so much, like, and a lot of, like, chest. And a lot of chest. Yeah. I was like, okay. Did I ask? It was, like, I guess I was, like, I guess it's realistic. Like, they're on a boat in the sun. It's hot. But, like, I guess they were going for realism with with their costumes specifically on the boat and then realism nowhere else in the film. <laughs> yeah, the 60s yeah. were also like big into sexualizing men. Like big, like especially men in film. Like I think about like the whole story of Tony Curtis and like his reputation. Um and like so like there's a part of me that's like not shocked that they were like let's make you wear nothing. Um but also, just, like, comparing that to even, like, modern film now, I'm, like, I'm literally looking at my TV and there's a fully clothed person, like, right there. And this movie was made in, like, 2000-something. Like, I <laughs> You know, like, I'm literally looking at my TV and there's a fully clothed person. So, buy some clothes. <laughs> Not to body shame the tan men from the 60s. Um women's liberation and yours too i guess but also like i it's just interesting culture i don't know culture i'm i'm on another planet we live in a society guys we for sure live in a society we do and in jason's society he meets the hydra yes Terrible transition, if I do say so myself, but it's okay. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, Jason kills it. And it looked like for the entire scene, Medea was going to do something. But no, they just cut back to her staring like mysteriously. Yeah. I don't know why she looked so mysterious the whole time. 
Because she did nothing. But it was like, why? Like, why not just make her sit there in peace rather than be like, ooh, like, ooh. yeah. And then King Aedes comes and he's like, make, make the dragon teeth. And he put the teeth in ground and ground makes skeleton. And that was my favorite part of the movie was a little fight with the skeletons. I like the skeletons too. I did enjoy the skeletons. Because the fight wasn't too long. That's the thing. Listen, I love stage combat, but like I, my issue, for example, I'm so sorry. I'm insufferable right now. And you're just going to have to deal with all my Marvel references. My issue with the end of Thor, the dark world was like, that fight could have been 10 minutes shorter. And like, I love watching people fight. I think stage combat is so cool. As I already said, however, you are cheapening it by making it look like shit and not having the camera do it justice. But this fight was great because it was short, sweet and to the point and it had cool skeletons. So yeah, I think great stage combat is amazing to watch great fight choreography is amazing to watch bad fight choreography is like kind of rough to watch yeah it's like uncomfortable yeah it's embarrassing it's also violence in film and tv and all media needs to pay off if it doesn't pay off like in a plot or thematic way it's just filler and i just okay i just watched the suicide squad like the new james gunn one and that's my feelings about it why so violent no need i kind of hated it yeah i haven't watched it but i heard like good ish reviews from people who have seen it i I liked, I thought the themes of it were really good. I liked the story he was trying to tell. I think there was way too much unnecessary violence in a kind of tasteless way. And it was very gory. And I really did not like how he treated Harley Quinn. And it felt regressive. Like the first thing she does in the movie is like, she, I'm not going to spoil it completely, but like she has a plot line where like the dictator of this foreign country, like, kidnaps her and then like makes her 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 princess his princess and it's like that's ah stop stop leave harley quinn alone i agree honestly that's irritating yeah and it also kind of contributes to like the stereotype about american film that's like unnecessarily violent and that violence is corrupting like the sensitivity of our children and like i have a lot to say about that but anyway that's not for now yeah i think the film was supposed to be a commentary on like the unnecessary brutality of the american government and the american military and american interventionism and i like what it had to say about it that way but i think it crossed the line i think it went too far in a like i don't know there are a couple scenes like there was a scene where they like have a contest to see who can kill the most people and then they turn out, turn out that they killed all the wrong people, like that they were the freedom fighters and not the the dictator soldiers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's a lot of violence that only paid off for a joke and not like that 
kind of stuff feels tasteless. Yeah. Anyways, then the movie ends. It li- literally. They yeah. clearly thought they were going to get another movie. It is actually embarrassing. Which, by the way, is how I've been saying embarrassing and, like, realized when I came home that only my close friends realized that about me. <laughs> and I was, like, talking to my mom. And that was just so embarrassing. And she was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, sorry. That's, That's so funny. Wanted. It's, like, not even, like, a funny joke either. Like, I don't know why I say embarrassing like that. I think it just, like, feels good in my brain to say it like that no embarrassing is is great thank you like how people when people call target target like there's no it's not funny (laughs) yeah it's really not i think embarrassing is though thank you i like it so if i ever say it on this podcast again that is why i'm saying it it's it's embarrassing but um i think embarrassing is funnier so yeah. So this move movie ends like it's gonna get a sequel, but it did not. <laughs> it did not. It received crit- critical acclaim and is now considered a classic. It is certified fresh on Rotten Tomato Tomatoes. Um <laughs> Tomatoes, sorry. Um it has good reviews. Uh, the three million dollar film, three million dollars, has a workable scenario. <laughs> Wait, this is so funny. The three million dollar film has a workable scenario and has been directed resourcefully and spiritedly by Don Chafee, under whose leadership a colorful cast performs with zeal. Okay, but it's pretty much considered a B movie because of like the themes and like genre and style of the film like it's not an awards film it was just like a good b-movie and i think it was too expensive to make i don't think it made enough money it looks like to warrant a sequel Mm. that's why you don't enter movies like you ended they ended this one true it was can we talk about did anyone else feel like that they were hinting in the sequel hella was hella Hera was gonna get jealous of Medea. Oh, yeah, honestly, I said again. Because at the end of the film, Hera is like happy, and then she looks down and and they're kissing, and Zeus is like, "Mm mm-hmm, and she's like, grr, and she like wipes it away. Yeah. Hmm. I was like, what Hmm. is this? I was like, you just ruined and like it was like a very good depiction of Hera. And then, like, I think because they don't do it, it doesn't ruin it. But. Yeah. And I think, in a sense, maybe that's why it's good that there was no sequel. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think they would have treated the character of Medea so badly. I agree. Because Medea, notoriously, from here, kills a lot of people. Yeah. But also, leave her alone. (laughs) Leave her alone. Jason, can we talk about how King Aedes is perfectly justified and Jason is awful? Honestly? Yeah. Like, the king was like, hey, I have this thing. 
it is my rightful possession. And Jason was like, who gives a fuck? Like, I, yeah. They're like, <laughs> who gives a fuck? And they're like, it brings pro- like prosperity. It protects our land. Like we need it. And he was like, but me want it. Yeah. Fuck all of you. And like, I get that it was to save Thessaly, but that feels like sacrificing an entire country to get what you want. You could have asked. That feels very American to me. Mm-hmm. What, what are our final thoughts about this film? Are we going to give offerings to people? Yeah, before, before we do offerings. Oh, oh, okay. I understand. I think that's all I have to say. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I watched this. I know that it's, like, way different from the original myth and stuff. But, like, I watched this movie and just thought, why why did Rick write about this? You know, like, why was this his next focus? I don't know. That that was the thought going through my mind most of the movie. It was just like, this story was compelling enough. For, because there are a lot of, like, references to this myth. Like, much more than Percy Jackson ever referenced. Like, the original Olymp- Percy Jackson in the Olympian series ever referenced, like, one specific myth. So I was like, why... Why? Also, why did he make Hera so weird and like mean in The Lost Hero if this was what her role in? I don't know. Just a lot of questions on why Rick did this. Yeah. I also like, I think it's interesting. I think we picked the perfect time to watch this because there's a lot of references to Lost Hero, but there's also a lot of stuff that he keeps going with for some yeah. reason in Son of Neptune. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I I started my reading for Son of Neptune at work today because uh, it was a Monday morning and it was so slow. <laughs> um, and I was like, ah, this all happened in the movie. Like, the opening scene of Son of Neptune is is the opening scene of, of Jason the Argonauts. Or the, the second opening scene after the the little prequel um i was like very interesting and we had phineas and the harpies come back in son of neptune i was like huh it's like this this film bridges the gaps very well pat on my back (laughs) (laughs) congratulations brayden congratulations me (laughs) all right now it is time for offerings Oh, wait. Actually, before we do that, I lied. I lied. I lied. I have um, a message to read from one of our listeners. Yay! I was going to do it at the opening of the episode, but then I forgot. And so now we'll do it now. We'll (laughs) do it now. All right, this is from Malika. Hi, Ava and Even Braden. 
I started listening to your podcast during my finals when I had to force myself to stop using my phone and something about your dynamic made it so easy for me to focus on derivatives and matrices. I can't wait for you guys to get to Margot Athena and the later books as I find them so much more fun, but you guys have even made the lost hero entertaining, my heroes. But seriously, thank you so much for bringing me back to Camp Half-Blood after a decade's past. Love you guys. Bye. Please ignore any typos. That's so sweet. Wait, I want to be her friend. <laughs> I know. I thought that was so nice. That made me very happy. Yes. So thank you, Malika. Yeah. Thank I you hope so I much. I pronounced her name right. I'm so sorry if I didn't. I apologize. That's so sweet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, thank you. We love to hear from you. So always write in with offerings and with uh, just General notes or thoughts yeah yeah tell us anything anything. tell us anything tell us what you're watching i mean we've quite literally admitted to stealing on this podcast live here today so tell us for legal reasons no we didn't for legal reasons we didn't and i think for legal reasons please do not confess any crimes to us (laughs) through our instagram dms or any other method of contacting us Um, for legal reasons we did not steal anything you know what you can talk to us about, though? Marvel, if you want. And me yes. will sit and smile. And Google the plot summaries on Wikipedia. <laughs> All right. What are our offerings this week? Um, I'll give my offering for Harrow. I liked Hera. It's a basic way, though. It's basic. I know. Wait, okay. 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 I, I think someone Hera. definitely should. So No, Hylas. Rest in peace. Mm. Oh, Twink. Um. Ava, you got an idea? Um. <laughs> I think... I will give my offering to the person in the, um, no, the skeletons. Shit. I was going to say the person in the writer's room who came up with the skeletons. And then I was like, no, is that Greek guy? And he also had some bad ideas. So (laughs) I look something up. Are you trying to look up the guy who did the stop motion? Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> That's my <laughs> offering. Thank you, Brayden, for giving a little intro to <laughs> what my offering was going to be. That's, That's so it. funny. I was also looking, trying to find it. <laughs> I, who are we voting off the island? Oh. I will go first. Mine is that fucking head. The mass head. Yeah. I hate it. Valid. True. Um, mine is the Greek author guy, um, exclusively for the sandal bit. (laughs) Like, what the hell? Like, sometimes people lose their shoes on a night out. Like, I don't. (laughs) And mine is the casting agent. Who was the casting agent? (laughs) I can't find it on the Wikipedia, but the casting team is fine. Period. Because strange choices. 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 <laughs> choices. 
Alrighty, folks, that is all for this week. Join us next week where we're so excited for one, actually join us next week because we're returning to our weekly schedule, as you probably noticed by this episode dropping the week after our last episode. Um, <laughs> but also, we're going to be talking about the son of Neptune. Finally! Uh, <laughs> I have lived in the Lost Hero for so long. So join us to discuss. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were just saying, like, join us to discuss. I was like, yeah. No. Um, join us to discuss chapters um, one through four through the theme of boundary. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Rebel store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. And I've revived the Twitter. I'm actually using the Twitter again. So, like, what? really follow us on Twitter. Yeah. I would argue Twitter is one of the only platforms that matters. So, go follow us on Twitter. Twitter okay. is the only platform that matters. Mm-hmm. Twitter and Spotify. Yep. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>